0: getting your hair done is a whole ordeal from finding the person that you want to do your hair then to getting the hair if they don't provide the hair and then when you're faced with that bill to pay them for doing your hair it's just the whole process all around is just like stress inducing and really this whole process sometimes, or at least for me, it begins with Pinterest. Now, when I'm looking up hair inspiration on Pinterest, I always have to put black girl after whatever I want. And we know this is because being white is the default. Um, everything in society assumes that white is the default if it's not explicitly mentioned that, uh, what you're looking for or, what you're looking for is like for black people even like when i talked about writing characters of color if it's not explicitly stated that the character is not white your audience most likely will assume that the character is white so let's do a, a quick little test let's go on pinterest and see how true this is because i'm wondering if it's changed since i've looked up uh style inspiration because i haven't done that in a, in a while but let's see Okay, so I'm on Pinterest, and as I'm looking at my home feed, I'm like, hmm, wondering if the algorithm is going to figure it out by itself, because I'm looking at a bunch of beautiful black women <laughs> that I use, because um, I look on Pinterest for, like, character inspiration as well, um, and I think I might need to save these images really quick, because I'm like, wow, this is just breathtaking, oh my god, they just look gorgeous. Okay, so I'm on Pinterest, and the first thing I'm going to look up is braided hairstyles. Now, I'm immediately seeing after typing that in something very different than what I'm used to interacting with on Pinterest. It It's filling in, auto-filling in for me, The it says braided hairstyles by hair pattern, which is really interesting. It says, and the options are protective, coily, curly, wavy, straight, and bald slash shaved. And I think um, that's a relatively new update. I definitely didn't notice this. Um, I haven't, I haven't looked on Pinterest for a hair inspiration probably about, like, a year or so. Um, so it's really exciting to see how far it's come, but let's just go with the original experiment and see, uh, what pops up initially when you search in braided hairstyles. Hmm, so that's really interesting. Um, I see a fair amount of black girls. I definitely do see my usual white girls that I'm used to seeing when I type in something without, uh, indicating that I want, like, black hairstyles. Um, But I'm seeing a lot more diversity in the results, but I'm also, as I said earlier, wondering how much my personal algorithm has to do with um, this. So let's go ahead and add on black girl and see how that changes anything, or for black women. Yeah, so I'm seeing, um, after putting for black women, a lot more diversity, some iconic hairstyles, honestly, like the diversity is breathtaking with the colors and the way that they're wearing their hair like I'm obsessed I've already gotten like three different hairstyles that I kind of want to do on myself um let's try instead of looking in my specific Pinterest let's try um looking just in like Google and putting like uh hairstyles like a specific hairstyle and see what comes up um and then Pinterest after it so that the we don't have that influence the possible influence at least of the algorithm okay so i went in google and i typed in updo hairstyles for curly hair i was getting a little specific there um to kind of give them a little hint uh, that i'm really looking for black girls and right away i'm seeing a lot of white women which is not surprising i do see a couple of black women when i search that which is this is nice uh we've definitely grown but majority that i see the majority of the results that i see are of white women um So, that's kind of what I was expecting on Pinterest. I do wonder what it would be like on Pinterest if I wasn't, like, logged into my specific account. Um, But let's go ahead and add four black women after this search. Yeah, so I got exactly what I'm looking for. Yep, there are all the beautiful black women. And, you know, of course, some white women as well. Even though I put black women, they still are popping up. But um, that was interesting. I'm really happy to see how far Pinterest is coming as far as like differentiating between different hair types. Uh, I think we're going in the right direction with that. But I just wanted to do that quick experiment to kind of see kind of where where the world was at in comparison to where the world was at when I was in high school and I was looking for trying to figure out ways to style my hair as someone who was just familiarizing herself with her natural hair and wanting to know like the limits and the places I could go with my natural hair compared to like permed hair um so that was interesting I'm really happy to see the progress I want to talk about this expectation that a lot of black girls are facing where they feel like they always need to have their hair done and I think that this is largely because if you don't have your hair done as a black woman it's seen as not looking presentable um, so you can't wear styles like a messy bun or anything like that doesn't exist for a lot of black girls because I mean, you can do a messy bun, but it's like a very carefully curated each strand is placed in a specific specific position to make a so called like a messy bun. Um, so I think there's this really this real double standard between. Well, at least women with curly hair, coily hair, not being able to not have their hair always looking perfect 100% of the time. And people who have less curly hair or straight hair being able to look a little bit more disheveled and still being seen as attractive, which is not usually an option for a lot of Black women. So I think also this, this kind of movement in response to that, or at least movement that I've seen on TikTok, where you... Are kind of trying to want to embrace your hair in its natural state and uh, when I say natural state I mean like natural state like you put some water on it you wash your hair and then you just left it like I mean maybe like moisturize it but there's not a lot of like stretching involved so twisting your hair or braiding your hair to mitigate the effects of shrinkage um, to show that your hair is actually like longer than it seems So there was this uh, interesting sound that I found on TikTok, which I wanted to share with you guys. It's by this creator named Lip Gloss, and she's honestly an icon. I love everything she stands for. Um, So let's listen to what she has to say. Hey, y'all. So I'm trying to learn how to wear my natural hair untouched. This is how it looked when I woke up. Y'all was talking about all types of moisturizing, gel, this, this, that. I have product in my hairdo. Hair is very moisturized, bitch. This is just how the hair look. That's what I don't want to run from anymore. This is what the hair want to do, so I have to let it do what it want to do. I want to learn to wear it completely shrunk. I don't want to stretch it. The hair is not meant to be long, will never be long. And it's time society c- came to terms with that. How you going to tell me how I was born is ugly? Like, stop fucking playing with me. Anyway, it's a struggle, bitch. I'm, I'm fucking struggling. You're going to see, bitch. Like, shape. I'm struggling to accept how it looks Why so bad. Is it shaped like that from the side? I <laughs> anyway, I put this outfit on. Let me tell you right now, I can only put white boys with this hair. But I'm not mad, to be honest. Anyways, this is the back. The back was eaten, bitch. Lotion on the stomach just to help me out a little bit more. Yeah, bitch. It's hard as fuck to do this, but I'm just gonna try, you know what I mean? I'm just gonna try. Yeah, so that was the sound that I was referring to. And I think she said she touched on a lot of really important concepts. You know, hair that is not meant to be long will never be long, when we think about it in reality our hair, no matter how much we stretch it, will always go back to that reverted state of shrinkage. Um, uh, Stretching is just a form of manipulation to gain a temporary result that society kind of is telling us is more desirable than what we're born with naturally. And I think that her desire to feel desired in her natural state like bona fide natural state. not just like, oh, this is my real hair and no pro- no uh, chemicals in it or anything but like this is how my hair looks when I don't do anything to it. Um, and craving that kind of self-validation, um, self-acceptance of how your hair looks in all of its states is something that's really, really prevalent in our community and I feel like a lot of black women look outward for that type of acceptance like a lot of people and probably even including myself at certain parts of my life look for that outward validation that external validation from others to say oh I like your hair and also let's talk about that statement when you wear your hair natural for the first time everyone's saying oh I like your hair uh, a lot of the time people say that to me it doesn't feel genuine it feels like instead of meaning that they like my hair or the change that I've made with my hair, it feels like they're just kind of commenting on the fact that my hair is different. And sometimes it also feels like they're saying that they like my hair because they know that's what they're supposed to say to a black woman who's wearing their hair natural. Um, and that all might be my own internal <coughs> thoughts and reading into other people's uh, statements and they didn't even mean that. But it's, that's kind of the the vibe I get from it, which is... Just something that I wanted to mention really quickly. Since then, the creator of this, this sound has taken on the original video that was accompanied with it, but I saw the original, I think, mm, over the summer at some point, and I was like, yes, this this is this is what I'm talking about. Um, but she took down the video and she made it private, and um, she's taken that, she's made a lot of her videos private. Um, and then I also read this article where from Elle where she gave like a brief interview and it says that she wasn't even trying to start like a movement within the black community where black women are like accepting how they look and how their hair looks naturally um that she just kind of wanted to share this period of growth within herself or something along those lines which I thought was really interesting I feel like a lot of movements start with people who didn't want to start a movement yeah, so just, just, just something to think about, something that I've been thinking about, especially as someone who definitely stretches her hair religiously as soon as wash day is over. Um, because it feels like when I stretch my hair, I have more hair to, to manipulate, like longer hair, and that I'm able to get those hairstyles that conform with societal expectations of my hair, or just hairstyles that prove that I have a lot of hair. for some reason I feel this this internal desire to prove that I have long hair like okay my hair might shrink but it's long you just can't tell Um, so I do like a lot of braiding and stretching and also though sometimes when I'm stretching my hair it feels like it gets softer and softer as I stretch it uh, with braiding it every night but that also might be due to like the products that I put in my hair as I'm stretching it so who knows Okay now let's talk about prices. Prices when you're getting your hair done. I've looked into three different examples of hairstyles and the price points for them Um, and I have like specific stylists that I'm referencing. The first style being faux Locks. This is a style I've only gotten once before and let me tell you, those things... Those things put up a fight. Once it's time to take them out, like you, you're fighting for your life to get those those extensions out. Which is, I mean, I guess it means that the hair also did a good job. There, the faux locks that I got wasn't by the one I'm gonna mention in this episode, but, um, yeah, those just a warning. If you got faux locks in your hair right now, and this is the first time you've had them, they're gonna put up a fight. Um, <laughs> unless you got crochet, but I think those also put up a fight. I I have not tried that one yet. That version of faux locks. Um, so these faux locks are called, are by an uh, artist called Faux Bayani. She has 43,000 followers on Instagram, and uh, the specific style that I picked out was mid back locks, which would take approximately three hours and 20 minutes for the style tip to be completed, and it costs $400. Now, that that, that may not seem like a lot to some people, especially when you're thinking about the labor that's going into it. But when you also think about it, okay, let's think about it many ways, many ways. Um, So, it would take, she's essentially making about $100 an hour with this Uh this style that someone's getting plus tip she's also making tip now granted hair is included for this stylist so maybe she's like barely making a hundred dollars an hour but when you compare that to people who are making 15 20 dollars an hour and they're the ones buying this uh service it's like kind of upsetting and laughable um that they get to charge this much um, and I'm not saying she's not justified in her price, because I also thought about it as if, like, if you wore this style for about, for about eight weeks, right? And um, so you wore it for your eight weeks, you would essentially be paying, like, $50 a week to wear this hairstyle, which doesn't seem, like, absurd. And to even make it even more easier to understand, like, how much you would be paying um you'd be paying seven dollars and fourteen cents a day for this hairstyle so every day you wake up with these faux locks you basically spent seven dollars and fourteen cents so when you think about it that way it doesn't seem as bad but then when you think about it in the way she's making over a hundred dollars an hour it does seem like kind of like wow that's really crazy maybe i should start going to cosmetology school right now um yeah so that's just some things to think about Uh, she also does offer a list of products that she uses for these styles, which she charged you $100 for, so you would have all the information you needed to know how to do it yourself. I assume, anyway. It just says a list of products, not really a methodology. I have seen on her Instagram a couple times, like, a class that she's promoted, uh, where she teaches people, so I assume that that would be separate and you would just get, like, the list of products and be able to do it from there. But that's something interesting. I've never seen a stylist offer that before. Okay, so the next style that I want to talk about is box braids, and this stylist is called DMV Fee. She has about 6,000 followers on Instagram, and she charges $275 for small mid-back braids, box braids. And it would take her approximately 8 hours and 30 minutes to do this style. Now, this is a big jump, not only in time, but also in price. Like, how did we go from $400 for one style that would take 3 hours and 20 minutes to $275 for another style that would take 8 hours and 30 minutes? Like, that's actually insane. And this stylist is not even making the same rate that the other stylist is making. This stylist is making about $30-$35 per each hour that she's doing this hairstyle. Now, that's, that's not as uh, jaw-dropping as $100 per hour for the other stylist. Um, now, we also have to take into consideration that this person has less followers on her Instagram, so she's probably less in demand and probably has a, not as, like, a crazy waiting list that the other one does, um, but that's still a lot. 30, $30 an hour is still a lot compared to minimum wage in a lot of places, so um, it's still kind of, it's not nothing to sneeze at, Really? Um, but if we think about it in a way of how much we would pay each week or each day, it would be $45.83 a week that you would get your money's worth if you wore the style for eight weeks, and then $6.55 a day if you wore the style for eight weeks. Um, so those, those numbers seem a little bit more manageable because then if you save $45 a week for eight weeks, or really $46 a week for e- for each, for eight weeks, then you would have enough money to get this style done, which is not unfeasible like it's 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 feasible for a lot of people but um when you think about it how much the stylist is making hourly it's kind of like oh god like dang I wish I could make that much um and then finally the last style that I looked into was a silk press now I really want to get a silk press I have not gotten a silk press for many reasons I feel like I need to wait for the cold weather to make it last as long as possible so my hair doesn't revert but then also I feel like um scared of uh, some of the videos where people have gotten a silk press and their curls haven't come back like I don't know but that freaks me out I like my curls but you sometimes it's nice to have a little straight um and I also haven't gotten a silk press because I'm a little nervous about my split ends I feel like once my hair gets straightened it hasn't been straight about like five years I'm gonna see a bunch of split ends and gonna have to cut off like a lot of hair which you know procrastinating is not helping either because the longer I wait the more split ends I'm gonna have but I'll get there one day Anyway, this silk press is from a stylist, uh, stylist company called Pressed Roots, which has about thirty thousand followers, and they promise to get you in and out within two hours with this style. So it's seventy five dollars for a style that takes an hour and thirty minutes, which is pretty good. I think that's a pretty good price. Um, but you also have to take in consideration that silk presses don't last as long. So if you wore this style for two weeks, you would pay thirty seven dollars and fifty cents. Uh, per week and if you are for two weeks you would pay like five dollars and thirty six cents a day. That's that's still pretty good when you compare it to the other styles that we talked about. So I noticed that the uh as we went down the list, like the faux locks was seven dollars and fourteen cents a day, the box braids was six dollars and fifty five cents a day and the silk press was five dollars and thirty six cents a day. The the daily price that you would hypothetically pay for these styles is decreasing. Um and it kind of feels like Part of that is justified because each style has different longevity rates, so the silk press obviously isn't going to last as long, and the faux locs You can probably push beyond those eight weeks, um, just because the way they grow out, the, it looks a little bit more natural than, like, box rage. You can clearly tell where the separation between new growth and, like, the, ha- the styled hair is. So yeah, when I was doing the research and looking at the daily, the daily prices for these, I was like, this is actually not as bad as I thought. But then when I looked at the hourly, I was like, this is kind of a lot because really they're making what, how much now they're making 37 more than that. They're making more than $37 an hour for the silk press. They're making like 40 something for an hour at the plus the 30 minutes. Um, which is still, like, a lot, but then you also take into account that these stylists are generally paying things like rent and, um, trying to promote their business, trying to have materials like the combs and the water bill and the lighting bill, like, I totally get and understand all those things, and I know that they, each stylist, dedicates long hours to each client. And when I do my own hair, I feel for them. Because sometimes I just feel like crying. Like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Like, I just wish I was done. And my fingers hurt. Like, my joints feel like I'm going to get arthritis or something. From, like, bending my fingers in this position repeatedly over and over and over again as I braid each piece of my hair. Um, So, I definitely commend these stylists. But I just kind of wanted to think about these prices in different ways and the different styles. Um... Because sometimes when you're getting your hair done, looking at that big number, like 400, feels kind of ridiculous. And especially when you try to talk about it with people who are not of color or people who don't have to get their hair done the same way that people with coily hair do. Um, they just think it's insane, especially when they they sometimes get their hair done. People I have friends who have straight hair who dye their hair and spend a lot of money. But that's kind of like a, a three-month thing. Like that lasts for Three or four months, which you know, I would have to pay for my hair if I wanted my hair done to perfection all year round. I'd have to pay for my hair probably about every two months. So that's four hundred dollars six times a year, two thousand four hundred dollars. Like, that's a lot of money to invest in that part of taking care of your appearance. So yeah, there's been a lot of discussion about hairstylists exploiting their customers with insane price ranges. A lot that are like not feasible for me, especially as a college student. Um, and then the lengthy list of fees that you might incur through like being late or um, <laughs> just just anything you do like, not combing your hair enough. Sometimes I get stressed by, like, these lists, this disclaimer list, and I'm like, oh my gosh, especially because I don't like to blow dry my hair before I get protective styles. Like, first of all, because I don't know how to blow dry my hair, but <laughs> mostly because I don't want to apply heat to my hair. If I wanted to apply heat to my hair, I would just leave it out. Like, why am I straightening my hair to hide it? Like, it's a, a lot of work just to hide something. And I think a lot of the times people are upset because these these uh, disclaimers come with a double standard. Uh, where sometimes stylists disrespect the client's time by demanding that they're on time and then being late themselves. And I know that a lot of these um, rules were put into place because clients were taking advantage of the hairstylist by not showing up, which is why we now have deposits, unfortunately, and doing a lot of things that were wasting the time and energy of the stylist. So I totally understand where they're coming from. But sometimes it just feels like a little bit much like I sometimes would rather not get my hair done and go through this process at all now me personally I kind of dread getting my hair done like I am excited for the final product but I kind of dread the process of it because I am a little awkward <laughs> I'm a little awkward around people especially if I feel like I'm not like comfortable around them immediately or they're not like welcoming um it makes me feel like stiff kind of Um, which is, like, weird because sometimes there's this dynamic where I feel like I'm not cool enough as, like, a black girl. Um, because I'm not, like, a certain type of black person, a certain type of black girl. Um, and it makes me, like, a little bit anxious about the whole ordeal of having to have small talk with them. Especially when the style takes so long to do. Like, you're spending four hours, six hours, eight hours with this person and you, like, don't have anything to talk about, you kind of just want them to do your hair, but then you also don't want to be disrespectful, and you kind of want to get to know them as a person, but you're, like, socially anxious or something, um, so that is a really interesting dynamic, and then especially when you know that this person has, like, an Instagram to promote their hair, and you know the picture is coming at the end, and you're, like, dreading the picture, because you're, like, what if I'm, weird and like what if I make a weird expression and what if they go through all this taking the pictures of my style after and they don't post it on Instagram like that is almost insulting like basically they just called you ugly (laughs) or like your outfit ugly because they didn't want to put you on your page on their page after taking all those pictures um Yeah, I feel like you need to be presentable for those pictures. Because getting your hair done, that's a long process. Why do I need to have lashes on, makeup on, like, all these things just to get my hair done so that I can look good on your Instagram? Like, why are we doing that? But that whole process kind of stresses me out. So ever since I've learned how to do my own protective styles, I kind of am relieved that I don't have to go through that kind of, like, dance of awkwardness where we're, like, trying to interact with each other but... Realizing that we're not like relating to each other and just trying to get through the whole process um, and trying to be polite and but it's just weird. I don't know. But in the end, most times it's so worth it. Like you feel like a brand new person after you got your hair done despite all the struggles you had to go through like you're you're like reborn you're like yes i'm hot like i'm i'm so hot i really am that girl like no one can top me cuz i am the baddest like <laughs> it's literally like you have a new persona after you getting your hair done so i think it's i think it's a journey but it's definitely worth that little confidence boost and feeling like you're put together to some extent um, and just feeling happy in your appearance and feeling, um, I don't know, just satisfied with your hair. Because for me, it's so rare. Well, it's not. it's, It's rare for me to feel satisfied with my hair for a long period of time in the way that I'm satisfied with my hair after I go get my hair done by a professional. So I think I'm going to end that episode there. Um, feel free to follow the podcast at Jumble Podcast on Instagram, where I post all kinds of updates about the podcast. And as always, I hope tomorrow is better than today. I hope you accomplish everything that you're hoping to accomplish tomorrow. And I hope tomorrow that you laugh um, at least once, hopefully all throughout the day, but at least once tomorrow.